Welcome to another episode of The Main State of Mind. I'm your host, Justin Soderberg, and my co-host, Adam Morissette, will be joining us here pretty soon via Zoom uh, to do this episode. He's in Illinois dealing with some family things and some pet stuff and moving some stuff back to Maine uh, this week. So he's not able to join us in person, but he's here via Zoom uh, for this episode with Jack Watkins of Spencer's Ice Cream in Bradley, Maine. Jack, Adam and I talked about how Jack started the, taking over the business when he was 18, uh, what he likes about doing the business, uh, dealing with the business during the pandemic, uh, what people's favorite flavors are, what his favorite flavors are. We even talked about his memory of the first time he ever had Spencer's Ice Cream uh, and, and so much more. So you can Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Visit our website, themainstateofmind.com. Uh, you can also now uh, subscribe and watch these videos on YouTube. Um, you can also visit uh, Facebook and Instagram to find Spencer's Ice Cream, as well as their website, spencersicecream.com, uh, to learn more about Spencer's and their business as well. So um, this is a great episode. I really enjoyed it. This is myself and our co-host, Adam, along with Jack, Walk- Jack Watkins of Spencer's Ice Cream in Bradley, Maine, uh, for another episode of The Maine State of Mind. Thanks for listening, everybody, and enjoy. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. Great. How are you doing, Justin? I'm doing wonderful. We got Jack here. How's it going, Jack? I'm good. How are you? Good, good, good. Uh, yeah, just uh, back at it. Now we have Adam as a co-host, which is pretty sweet. Um, Adam is a uh, remote. So Adam, this first episode, Adam's the actual co-host of, and Adam is in Illinois. Uh, I don't yeah, know how I, that works. I did but... that just to make it complicated. So. <laughs> It was funny too, because I could tell Adam was fishing at it, Jack. So Adam was texting me and was like, hey, you know, um, when are we recording again? And I'm like, Monday. He's like, well, what if I do it via Zoom? Because I don't want to come back yet. Is that cool? And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. We'll figure it out. <laughs> well, we just, we had this day where we were like, let's, why don't we move stuff back with us while we're here? That yeah. would be smart. <laughs> so, I mean, in the future, we'll get Jack back on too. And we'll do ice cream in person. That would be the way yeah. to do it. We all sit down around the, on a podcast table and eat some Spencer's ice cream. Uh, that's the way to do a podcast. I mean, that's why yes, when you do beer wines, you got to do around beer people. You got to drink beer around them too. So it's like, it's the same thing with ice cream. You got to drink ice or eat ice cream, drink ice cream. Well, I guess you could drink ice cream, right? I don't see why not. Milkshakes. Yeah. See, he's got it there. Um, so I got a random question for you, Jack, as we get started here is, do you remember your first ice cream from Spencer's? Like the first one you ate? I do. I do actually. I was probably, must have been, I was, I think, second or third grade. And we took a, a field trip to the logging museum in Bradley. And we came down here after. And I remember I got the black raspberry, the first time I'd ever had black raspberry in my life. And I absolutely loved it. So I think that's, that's awesome. probably my favorite, honestly, ever since, too. I think it's a lot of people's favorites. I don't know if yeah. I, I see it. My, my, my wife loves black raspberry. I mean, pretty much from anywhere. Um, whenever this black raspberry options on a menu, she picks it up. So, um, but yeah, that's a, that's a fun little thing. Second grade, huh? Uh, that's a, I mean, for you, it's not as long ago as it is for Adam and I, but, um, it's still a while ago. Definitely. So I'll reverse the question on you, Justin. What, what was your first favorite ice cream color, color flavor? Well, color, I mean, it's not Gatorade. Gatorade's the the flavors by color, right? It's not actual. Yeah, right. (laughs) No one knows what the flavor of the red is. It's just red. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my favorite, my first ice cream. I don't, I don't remember that. I mean, I'm, see, I'm not into ice cream like Jack is. So I don't remember my first ice cream. I do honestly think that because I moved away from Bangor area when I was, uh, 20 or 18, 19, 20, right around there. 
uh, and didn't, we were just, my mom's up visiting cause my, my son was born. So she's up visiting, taking care of the son and helping me take care of and, and, and being with us and obviously holding him and caring for him and all that stuff. But we were talking, we were at the Bangor mall and Hogan road intersection that when you get off the highway and we were saying when I was younger, we had no connections to Orno, to Milford, to Bradley, <laughs> to all those places yep. that we never really went north of Hogan road. There was no reason for us to go past the mall. Uh, and it wasn't until I was probably in, um, like 18 or years old or so, I had a buddy who moved to Milford and I would drive from Orrington, the back roads up through Eddington and past, you know, past Spencer's. But I don't think I had my first Spencer's ice cream until I moved back in 2017, 16 area. So um, I think honestly, I will say it probably was the chocolate peanut butter um, from Spencer's. Yeah. That was the first one I had when I came back. So it wasn't that long ago, but I, I do think, I mean, you dropped off when we did the beer for Warner Brewing Company. You dropped off a, quite a bit that I think it's all I ate for three weeks at, for lunch. <laughs> um, but yeah, that chocolate peanut butter probably was my the remembering of Spencer's at least. First ice cream. I don't know. You put that spot on me there, Adam. That's the point. I know. But put the pressure on me, not the guest, right? Exactly. <laughs> I, I, told, I told him this would be going to be chill. I didn't tell you that. <laughs> Well, you did say that to me, actually, in our Slack channel. Oh, I did. That's, you did true. that's a lie. I did, I did you say lie. that. You uh, lie. But the, <laughs> the, I mean, ice cream is so crazy that it's, it's, there's so many places around and people have their, their places to go. Like they know that like growing up or, or where they live or whatever, even these people, probably people that live next to Spencer's and that Spencer's is not even their spot that, that somewhere else in Bangor or in, in Bucksport or wherever is their spot. And then there's people who live down here in Orrington um, who was like, okay, we got to go to Spencer's. We got to drive by three or four places before we get to Spencer's and get to Spencer's because that's where we want to eat. Um, but it, it, you're lucky, I think lucky enough where you are that there isn't a ton of places around you. Isn't that, is that true? Or Yeah. Um, the closest place we have right now for ice cream, I guess that's competition would be Dairy Queen and that's all the way in Old Town. Yeah. So we do kind of have like a, a pretty select market over here. Um, I'm actually from Orrington as well. So oh, I have a lot of family and friends that come out here just because they know me and stuff. And uh, I went to Brewer High School. So I have most of the Brewer um, community that come out here nice. as well. So it's, it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, there are um, definitely people that live around here that go to Bangor and stuff because they make it a destination yeah. um, and the whole sure. trip out of it. So it's cool. But um, it's also cool when people stop in here that are definitely not from here. Yes, exactly. And we know that. I mean, you know, speaking of Brewer High School, um, a little birdie told me, uh, called the Bangor Daily News, um, that you actually, did you actually purchase or take over Spencer's when you were still in high school? Yeah, we were, I was just wrapping up high school. Like we were okay. already starting like marching practice and everything. But I mean, uh, kind of came on the market and I was like, this is the time to, I guess, get, my, get started. So uh, with help of my family, we kind of just, we started, uh, we bought it two days later, we opened up and uh, we haven't closed since. That's so. insane. I can't imagine. I mean, just, we were just talking about, I waited 30 to thought I was 35 to have a baby. Uh, I can't imagine owning my own business when I'm not even like technically, or, or even decided, you obviously you didn't take over. You didn't, you were almost out of high school. So it's not like you bought it your freshman year of high school, but, but to even think about the idea of taking on a business um, fresh out of high school is insane to me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Adam started his own business, <laughs> draft line cleaning. What, how old are you now? Uh, 27. Hey, liar. No, I, I'm, I'm 41. And you started your own line cleaning business. Can you imagine starting your own line cleaning business when you're just barely getting out of high school? It would have been a lot easier on my back. <laughs> 
Well, yeah, I mean, lifting up tubs of ice cream. How big, how heavy are the big tubs of ice cream you guys make? Oh my gosh, they're about like seven pounds. Okay, it's not too bad. My yeah, baby's nine. I can do that now. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Justin's got one seven-pound container under control. Yeah, exactly. I can't do more than that. <laughs> uh, I I just don't. I just I'm trying to think about it because I mean, obviously, run the podcast is a lot. It, it helps. It's not a really business aspect of it. I have no employees. Um, there's no um, major bookkeeping or anything like that because obviously, this is pretty much nonprofit. I mean, this is probably just costing me money. Um, but the idea that um, to have all that responsibility and stuff like that was there a lot of stress coming out in the very beginning of it, or do you just think you just roll into it and just call you know go with the punches? I mean, yeah, it was definitely stressful, but kind of yeah, I rolled with the punches. And um, when I was growing up, my dad and mom are both entrepreneurs and they own okay. their own businesses, and they've always have. So it's kind of been second nature for me to think that's how it should be run, I guess. Sure. And um, I guess I had to learn as I went, kind of thing. Um, I was also going to school, but you know, they don't really teach you that kind of stuff when you're in school. They don't teach you how to manage people. Um, That's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I learned that kind of from experience, but, um, I, you know, it's kind of been, yeah, rolling with the punches for sure. That's Do awesome. you find that that opening process, like, really exciting, though? It, oh, despite yeah. it being stressful i've never opened my own but i've been involved with a couple of businesses during their opening and it's so much fun like it's so high energy when you're opening yeah there's just so much stuff going on it's every day it seems like there's like multiple things to look forward to plus stuff that you don't even expect it just pops up out of nowhere um so the, the, probably the first two years were the craziest for us and we've kind of been able to maintain um, that level for uh, throughout. Um, but those first two years, we didn't really know exactly what we were doing. Um, and it was, it was crazy around here. Pretty, a lot of, uh, overnights making ice cream and early trips up North to deliver. And it was, we were all over the place. Yeah. That chaos is kind of fun though. I, yeah. I, I, yeah, I it those, the, yeah. And obviously I don't own my own business, but in the same sense, it was like when we opened our brewing company, the margin street location, I'm so high up and so do and so involved in all the decision-making processes there that it's the same idea that I was just like, it was just so much so quick, but it was like, if, if you told me tomorrow, it was me as busy or as stressful as it was back in 2018, when we opened up Orner Brewing Company, I'd quit <laughs> because it wasn't, it was not the beginning part. There was something about that beginning opening and like saying how awesome it was and people were excited to be there and, and all that stuff that the very beginning of opening a new project uh, is always uh, pretty sweet. But I mean, you opened it. You had a pretty busy couple of years and then you got hit with the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> no one teaches you that either, huh? No one's like all of a sudden no. out of nowhere. You're like, oh, by the way, you're crazy to be successful. And then you had to navigate the pandemic. I mean, how was that? I mean, was that difficult for you? Or I mean, obviously it's difficult for you. It's a stupid question. But like, how did you handle that? How was that something that you dealt with? Um, well, I kind of woke up one morning and they were like, you can't let anybody in um, your lobby anymore. So we ended up cutting a hole in the side of the building and making a drive-through window. And Heck yeah. it took about like 12 hours. We had that all set up. <laughs> um, and then that's kind of, we've been, we ran business honestly like that uh, ever since. It's been a lot more efficient that way. People can um, either come up on the porch or go through the drive-through and we have a bunch of riverfront tables. And, nice. Um, it's a lot more enjoyable for the customers, that's for sure. I mean, our lobby is pretty nice, but it is also um, from 1933. So it does have some quirks about it. Um, <laughs> but I mean, the drive-through is awesome and people are very patient with us. So we've 
been able to uh, develop a system for that. And honestly, we're, we're pretty quick now. So I, I enjoy it. It's a lot, a lot less stressful for us. So. Yeah, sure. I love hearing that though. Like the, the stories I talk to people who are business owners or people who work for companies or high up in companies and they decide to do like all of a sudden I know are just completely drastic things meaning that like, okay, I'm going to bust a hole in the wall that we can do something that we don't normally do for business yeah. that takes a pandemic for you to decide to do it. Like you probably would maybe have not been there if you hadn't had the pandemic hit. Like maybe you may not have put that hole in the wall and put a drive-thru in, but it's something like yeah. the pandemic hits and it's like, okay, get the chainsaw. We're going to start cutting a hole in the wall because we need to make some, something happen so that we can be successful and still drive the business. Um, I mean, it was with Orner Brewing Company with the whole patio. We just like all of a sudden yeah. out of nowhere, we were just like, bam, we got to put a new patio in. And, and, yeah. you know, even if it's going to cost us money, it may set us back a second so they can go back, go forward again. Um, but it was one of those things that you just have to do. And uh, to hear that, that thought process that you had to just, okay, let's just put a hole in the wall and we'll make it so people can't come in, but we can still do business. <laughs> so, I mean, and you distribute yeah, some too, right? Yeah. Um, we uh, pretty much all over Northern Maine. Um, so that part really didn't change for us. It actually got it a little bit increased because people were staying home. So they were going to the store and buying it and then taking it home. Um, and that, um, the Northern side of the state ramped up so much that we got it at a distributor. Uh, we are now with Rustic Foods. So they pretty much supply all the stores up there for us. So we don't have to go up North anymore. Nice. Thankfully, because that was, that was a lot of time saved. Um, oh, so it's a time save, not that you don't like the northern part of the state. You just time save, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. I love northern Maine. The people up there are awesome. Oh, yeah. It's just a lot of highway time. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, we're um, focusing on southern uh, part of the state now and um, hopefully getting a couple more distributors and um, you know, simplifying that whole process. But we're also kind of hitting capacity on our end over here. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's a, you know, a, a good problem to have, I That's guess. Say, but, yeah. um, we're looking for some some more um, space to make ice cream, I guess, mm -hmm. which we we haven't done yet. So that should be exciting to do. That's awesome. Very cool. Awkward um, silence. I know. <laughs> I was just trying to think at which point we'll throw it in now. Why not? Um, we talked about your favorite flavor, and then Justin kind of dropped the ball on his favorite flavor there, and um, so. Jack, what is the, um, what's the people's most popular flavor? That of course is the most important question. It's always, I think it always has been and always will be chocolate peanut butter fudge. I think that one's kind that, of, it's undefeated for sure. That is the um, correct answer. We can't even keep it in stock usually. And it takes, it takes a long time to make. Honestly, people don't really yeah. expect like that, but we use, uh, I think it's like almost like a gallon of chocolate pretty much like every time we make a run of that so it's a That's lot awesome. of chocolate just to put in the little tiny hole <laughs> and um yeah um and, do people but, like chocolate peanut butter milkshakes because that was my jam growing up chocolate peanut butter milkshakes oh yeah yeah they fly nice. out of here and on on mondays we do milkshake monday so they're five dollars and they yeah you the That's machine awesome. doesn't stop perfect That's awesome I, I'm, I'm more of a, like I, I'm, a good cone is always good for me or a good Sunday. But to me, it's like, if I'm going to go to his 90% of the time, I'm the one driving. And so it's like, oh, yeah. either we stop and we take time to actually sit there and eat it, or I have to try to do it while I'm moving. So to me, a milkshake has always been one of those things. You get the same flavors a lot of times. Yep. Uh, and it's just the ease of like getting it into your gullet. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, we get them a lot of times. Taylor gets them too, but like she'll eat a, a scone or a, 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 you know, 
cop next to me and I'll be sitting there driving with a milkshake and, and a chocolate peanut butter. Chocolate's always my go-to. You do chocolate peanut butter is great. Coffee. Uh, I will not eat vanilla ice cream by itself. Just don't. There's no point. That, that should probably be a crime, honestly. Yeah. You got to go out of your comfort zone a little bit with ice cream. What I don't like is the people who get split up these obscure flavors in the same bowl. That to me oh, so Justin, always... So Justin... What? You would say your your tastes are not very vanilla. <laughs> and it's like the only time I'm ever going to be able to use that phrase properly in my life is in this conversation. Ice, ice, baby. Uh, vanilla ice. Now, now I'm just trying to, yeah. trying to roll with it. It's not working. You, you, you corny the whole room up. <laughs> but I just like the people who put ice cream together, like you put like, you know, black raspberry and some sort of obscure other flavor. Like, I don't know, some places have been making like lobster flavor ice cream and stuff like that. Like just weird combinations that I'm just like, what are you doing? Those are mixing. You shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And they usually put a weird sauce. Yes. On top or something. Yeah. yeah. But that's me, I guess. I mean, I used to get coffee ice cream with like peanut butter sauce on it. Yeah. That's not weird, actually. People do that quite a bit here. I don't know. What else I would do differently? I mean, I love like I like my hot fudge Sundays, Sundays, and I also love uh, like banana splits for sure. Those are like you know, go tos. But um... we actually have a banana split milkshake, so we take everything that's in a banana oh, split and then we put it into a milkshake. Why that are we really expensive doing this right now? <laughs> I was. That's a great question. <laughs> we should have just delayed so, it till you were in town, so we could be at Spencer's and eating ice cream. <laughs> we're just gonna have to. We're just gonna have to do it again, I guess. Yeah, we'll do a live. Wow. We'll do a live stream from Spencer's. That'd be fun. That's a good idea. That'd be great. Yeah, so Jack, you meant we're on toppings. What's 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 your feeling on toppings? What's your favorite topping? People's favorite toppings? I'm a classic guy. I just I'm more of like a hot fudge or I sometimes go with the black raspberry sauce, but um, I also like peanut butter cups. So if I'm gonna throw something on top, that's usually what I go for. Yes. Or or Kit Kats. But um, <laughs> you know, usually I stay away from the whipped cream too, you know, because that kind of gets yeah. a little messy. But All right. we do have some really good Sundays here. We have, I think, over 25 Sundays that we kind of cycle out. And some of them they have like uh, we do one with like a cider donut. We do one with a Brusik Needums. We do one with um, uh, we just keep, we're coming out with a strawberry rhubarb one, which is oh, going to be a hit. And um, we do some fun ones like that that they as soon as we announce them, they're pretty much we have to hold on because that's <laughs> awesome. They're going. Well, that's Strawberry cool rhubarb sounds great. With your thought process, the whole like, if you think about places and you buy ice cream in a supermarket, you basically they can create whatever's in that container. Uh, but because you have a, your own shop in, in Bradley, it's also kind of cool because you can create your own ice creams and then you can create things to make around with them with the, with the, having the Sundays and those specials and things like that. That's really cool. Uh, I never, like, it wasn't until you started mentioning we have these many Sundays that I even thought about that. To me, it was always like the ice cream in the container is the, is the only thing that you do. Yeah. But it's not like, obviously there's way more to this milkshakes. There's different things. I mean, we made a beer with you uh, or in our brewing company. We, you know, Jack came over and brewed a beer with us and uh, that came out for his 21st birthday. Um, yeah. and that was a super hit and again it was the chocolate peanut butter i mean we had to do you yeah. play the favorites you gotta play the favorites for the for the fans um i actually took one and put the chocolate peanut butter fudge ice cream in a container with the beer and made my own beer float um i don't know if you got an opportunity to do that with your cans of beer that you got from us but uh it's definitely worth it and maybe you can't do it with our beer anymore because it's not around but if you try like a like a peanut butter stout or some sort of chocolate stout and some ice cream, a beer, good beer flow is also good. Oh, yeah. 
it, it, it's I'll also definitely a good have to thing. try that out. Yeah, I should have. We should have had this conversation when when we actually had the beer around. <laughs> but uh, I think I just drank my last can. Honestly, uh, I was gonna be like, oh, maybe I have a can here somewhere, and I couldn't find it anywhere. Not even the returnables. I think I already returned it. I have one four pack left that I'm saving oh, for someone. There you uh, go. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's dangerous saving something for someone because you're like, ah, it's right there. I'm thirsty. It's like liquid gold too. People, yeah. someone might come in and just raid the fridge. You never yes. know what's gonna happen. Well, we've had yep. so many people email us at Warner Brewing Company. We've been like, oh, I brought some tubular back to to Tennessee, and I know you guys don't distribute down here, but like. I didn't realize it and I had a friend come over and it was my son's and he was supposed to be back next week and I drank it. Is there any way you can mail us something? And I'm like, oh, I can't mail the Tennessee and all this stuff. And it's just like one of those things that you'd have to like, people don't think the label thing. <laughs> yeah. Do not drink I, this. I brought three OBC four packs here for family when we were visiting. They're gone. Yeah. They're all gone, yeah. which is, which is good. Good sign. How do you, uh, speaking of, 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 we talk about flavors and stuff, how do you decide on the flavors? What do you like? Is there a process or is it just something that just comes to you or do people, do you have input from your employees too on what we should make for flavors? I get input from pretty much everyone at this point. Yeah. I think uh, usually it's the customers that mm-hmm. someone will comment something on Facebook and then you'll notice it gets like 15 likes. And then I'm like, all right, the people want that one. And then we usually will add it to the rotation or something like that. Um, my girlfriend's come up with a few. My mom is definitely, um, she's creative when it comes to that stuff. So she's always thinking of something. She comes up with the more of like the, the stranger ones. Like she, her signature one, I guess, is like the honey lavender or something like that that we came out yeah. with. We haven't done it in a while, but that was her whole creation. And um, also uh, old fashioned molasses, which actually we do still have now, but that was her as well. That's awesome. Nice. You, I mean, I'm guessing you obviously have to try these. It's not like one of those, you just throw them together and make a big batch of them. Do you have to make like small test batches of them or do you try to make some? And then if it, yeah. if it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I mean, so we make 10 gallons at a time Okay. and we can do like a half batch and we'll make five gallons, which is still like a lot of ice cream if yeah. it's not good ice cream. <laughs> um, and honestly, we've only ever had one that I'm like, I'm not even going to eat that. Uh, it was we, we tried to make strawberry daiquiri. It tasted like hand soap. And I was just like, that's, that's it. We're going to throw that out. And, um, you didn't that was, relabel it hand to, soap ice cream. Yeah. yeah. It, it probably could have, you know, marketing, but, uh, we tried to do a barbecue ice cream too, but we only did like a, I put it into like a pint of ice cream and then just stirred the barbecue sauce up and you know, it was not good. So it work. Uh, yeah, oh, we're thinking that's, about that's, a dill pickle ice cream, but it can't be sour. No, right. So, but I mean, fun I though, if, that, if you can get the dill get flavor to, in there, because people do yeah. flock to pickles, like it's insane how much the fandom of pickles is out yeah. there. Yeah, and the dill yeah. part, I think you're right, Justin. Like that part, I that I could, I love dill. So, could you could you just put dill in it, like the actual flavoring, like the spice of dill? I don't know if that would work. Potentially, not, but... our number one. Our number one fan, he comes here um, pretty much every day. His name's Tim. Um, he, that's his, his recommendation. He's always stuck to it. He goes, if you make a dill pickle flavored ice cream, I'll come here even more. <laughs> I told him, like, don't worry. I'll just send you some at that point. Cause I don't know. I'll come here even more. Is it like, I guess the thing would be, 
if you don't make it, I won't come anymore because if he comes every day oh, yeah. already, like, <laughs> Oh no, he's, he's for sure. My number one fan. And you know, we, we hook him up all the time. He, he's so dedicated that he actually got one of um, our logos tattooed on his leg. That's really, that's what I was going to, it sounds like you have a great community and that's like, for me, that's always one of my favorite things to see in a small business. Like, like I said, when you have customers threatening to just come more if you make ice cream flavors, right. I, I think sounds like sounds like you've got a great little community. Yeah, we definitely have some great fans, and we love them, and we definitely take care of them when they come. That's awesome. I'm out here, so awesome. that's super cool. Um, do, they're local. I know. I for a little while there, um, I could you can get your ice cream at restaurants too, or is that not something you do right now? Like, can you buy them at actual oh, yeah. restaurants? We're and- doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. we're pretty much, we're at, um, governors in, uh, oh. Bangor and old town. Um, and we're picking up a lot more here and there. Um, I just talked with Mark the other day. We'll be back at wooden mints here pretty nice. soon. Thankfully. Nice, nice. And, uh, yeah, we got a couple other restaurants around here that they're, they do, um, like milkshakes and stuff like that canoe, um, in old town, they do mm-hmm. some really cool desserts with their ice cream. Um, they, they jazz them up and everything. And they're actually, they're reasonably priced too. So I recommend if you guys ever go out to dinner, try out the, uh, desserts at canoe. Yeah, That's on awesome. the rooftop, right? Yeah. Oh, Have yeah. it right up on the rooftop, look over to old town, you know, it's a beautiful spot. I haven't got a chance to be there yet, but I've seen pictures and I've talked to Chris Rudolph and man, that place looks beautiful. It's, it's insane to see. I mean, I used to, my, my ex-wife lived in, uh, her family lives in the old town area and, and we would go to old town a lot and, and seeing something like canoe in downtown old town just still baffles yeah. me. <laughs> like it still goes, this is wait, this is old town. Nothing against old town. It I love old town, so but I'm just saying like, nice. it's so, it's oh, yeah. so nice for where, where it is. And that's like, I'm so hopeful that that will help with the, that whole block to help with a, you know, rejuvenation of that block and bring it back yeah. to life a little bit. Cause yeah. I think I lived, it. I lived in old town for a few years. It's nice to see stuff going on for sure. That's awesome. And I've actually, uh, I got to check out the second floor of that building. And it's a night, it's like a night club or a night. Uh, I'm not sure where else they're going to be doing up there, mm-hmm. but it is, it's state of the art. It is so nice. Cool. They have a huge awesome. projector screen. Um, so that should be nice when that opens up too. Yeah. That's so awesome. I, it's like I said, I'm loving to see this, this, this. So like a lot, around the world, obviously all of us got hit by the pandemic and there's places closing yeah. and, and crap like that. But it's also looked good to see these places that are opening up and canoe basically opened up basically towards the end of this pandemic, but just but they had to fight through it and be like, we're going to open this at some point. And they got out there and did that. And so it's cool to see that happening and, and seeing that places like you survived and, and other places around the area that actually was able to either survive or a lot of the companies I'm looking at have like additions going on and like new patios and all that stuff. So it's just pretty cool too. So I'm really excited about what the, the next 14 months looks like around this area yeah. and stuff too. And, and I'm, I'm guessing for you too, it must be nice. Cause you're kind of a, you're not a seasonal business, but you are a seasonal business. You close it all like, for a season or you just open all year round last year was the first time that we closed in the winter okay um but we still do wholesale so you're able to get our ice cream but we closed down the shop in bradley because we don't get enough traffic out here during the winter what's the what's the busiest time of the year for ice cream pretty much from mother's day up until like halloween gotcha like we're slammed that's cool um, so it, it pushes into the fall pretty well into October. That's awesome. Yeah, we do like a lot of, um, we start doing like warm Sundays. So it has like a warm donut or stuff like that. That's on cool. top of it. So it, it's not too bad to get it in the colder weather. 
No, that's yeah, not I, I never got her either. I drink iced coffee all through the winter. So why can't I drink ice cream or eat ice cream? In exactly. The I don't understand that exactly. either. But I mean, I understand the idea of like sitting outside and going for a walk and like coming the windows down in your car when you pick up some ice cream. But like you still could eat ice cream in the wintertime. So come on, people. Get out to Bradley. <laughs> no, but uh, but so I mean, is rainy days worse than you too? Or is it like is it like sunny days the best days oh. out there? Yeah, hot, sunny, humid days. This place is packed. Um, like uh, overcast days, we still get some traffic, but whenever the rain hits, people just yeah. tend not to come. Um, it, it rains, I guess, not ice cream weather. Yeah. But so it's one of those days if you're not feeling like, oh, I don't want to go to work today. You look outside and it's raining. You're like, oh, thank God, it's going to be easy day. <laughs> <laughs> i used to have a buddy yeah, of mine that i worked with uh in massachusetts who worked construction with his dad and i'd be sleeping and i'd wake up and i'd hear him in the other room he used to get up at like six o'clock in the morning to go to work and i used to work for 10 and i'd hear him in the room at like 9 30 i'm like oh it must be raining because he yeah. wouldn't go to work because it was construction work and he's like oh we don't work on rainy days what are you talking about <laughs> no it's that classic thing and, and just in the industry generally all of us including you jack but i know justin and i joke where it's that the days that you're like, man, where is everybody? Why is everybody not in here? And then the next day it rains and you're like, thank God it's raining. Nobody's yes, here. And it's that constant here. back and forth between where is everybody? And wait, there's too many people. Well, we, <laughs> it happens right. during the day. I remember Cal used to talk about too. He'd be like, it'd be dead all day. A Saturday, it'd be dead yeah. 12 to seven. And we're like, oh, cool. And then like, as the day progresses, like, okay, day's almost over. Great. And then you get a rush of people and you're like- 30. Like you're pissed earlier there was no one in there because you weren't making any money and then you're pissed there were people in there later on in the night because now you have to actually work even though all day you didn't have to work pretty much <laughs> that's that's it that's what? the endless cycle that is it is it's the endless cycle yeah. and um like but the thing with us in the patio now and one of those things for us is like at, or in a brewing company i wake up in the morning and it's like oh 25 to 30 percent chance of rain all day and i'm like rain or don't because the patio right. is a thing where it's like has to be opened or not open. And if it's going to be yeah. this crappy back and forth thing that maybe you'll be busy, maybe you won't, and you can plan that day out. But if it's like sunny and 80, great. We'll be packed. It'll be nice. If it's raining, then we'll be packed inside and we can staff accordingly and make sure, you know, all that stuff. But if it's that day where it's like, it might rain a few showers here and might do the get uh, Saturday yeah. was like that Saturday was like, um, it rained at like two o'clock or three o'clock or four o'clock, somewhere around there. Like, completely torrential downpour then i look at the rest of the day and it's like 20 30 percent so we're like god now we have to go clean all the tables off but it might yes. rain again it's just one of those things like it might it, it, rain or don't <laughs> i wish it would be like that just don't one or the other i don't care i just want one of the other <laughs> but uh again more awkward silence right have you ever told the story about how you guys were going to make the or how you told me you guys are going to make the beer for me you were i think you were there for it but it was kind of a surprise yeah, uh, if you, if you, I don't remember because I was upstairs when you were actually met with them. So Mark had texted me. Um, it was, I think, the beginning of October, and he had. So I didn't even think of, I didn't even thought about my birthday yet, really. And then he, met, he texted me like normal and was like, "Hey, you know, uh, I want to talk to you about making an ice cream beer." And when I read it in my head, I was thinking he wanted to make a beer ice cream. And so he was like, come on down to the brewery. We'll talk about it. And then uh, we set up a time. I went down there and I thought I was just meeting with him. And sure enough, it was all of the owners yeah. and um, it was awesome. They were pretty much like, so what's your favorite kind of ice cream? And um, 
I was like black raspberry and Asa was like, well, we do that, but I grow the berries. So I can't do that right now. And I'm like, Hey, that's okay. Uh, so chocolate peanut butter came up and then they're like, okay, yeah. So we're just gonna start this. We'll let you know, uh, what we need from you. And, uh, uh this is gonna be awesome. And so about a week later, I guess you reached out to me with the can mm-hmm. label and then uh a week after that we were canning yeah i came in for canning day i wasn't even 21 yet so that was my first time really even in the brewery and i was just like this is so cool and obviously for me it's probably different from from my experience too because i'd never been in something like that but it was just like it was almost like i it was breathtaking pretty much like with the whole like all of everything going on there were so many people running around the four mm-hmm. the pallets getting filled up like yep. nothing i was like that must take forever and then you guys were just like hammering them right out i was like you know you guys are efficient that's what i should that's probably what i'm getting at here they're, they're a well-oiled machine the way they are and they try and they just it's you know the faster we can get beer out the faster we can sell i mean obviously it probably works for you guys the same way with ice cream the faster you can get it in a container the faster people can buy it and and then uh, make the business grow um but it's funny too because I laugh because I'm like a lot of people out there. There's a lot of beer drinkers out there who are 41 years old, like Adam, who've never had a beer at a restaurant or a bar or, any, or a brewery made for them. And then here's Jack Watkins, yeah. you know, this, this, this guy from Bradley owns a shop in Bradley who's not even 21 yet. And he gets his own beer. And it was just like laughing. I was like, I don't, there might be people who are loving this. There might be people who are writing you hate letters. They're like, what the hell, man? You get your own beer and I aren't even 21 yet, man. That sucks. No, but, um, but then it came out like a week or a couple of days or something like that before your birthday, because we come, oh, usually come out one on a Friday or a Saturday. So we're like holding cases off to the side for Jack. So make sure he got some before his oh, birthday. Yeah. And, but like trying to make it so like, okay, we're not giving them to him before his birthday. Cause it's not 21 yet. And, uh, and then I think, we had some towards the end. I was like, Hey buddy, get my, come back and get some more. So I ended up giving you another case towards the end of it, uh, to make sure yeah. that you've got some more. Um, and I brought a few four packs up to Mike and Karen's house with good friends of mine. They just posted a picture the other day of them drinking one. Uh, and it held up. It's a great beer. It's just yeah. one of those ones. That's like, if I go out to a restaurant, I can't chug four or five of them in a night. It's like, it's a nice sipping beer. It's just, it's got the flavors all in there and you can tell that it has those chocolate peanut butter flavors, which is fascinating because there's no peanut butter actually in it. It's a flavoring. Yeah. Um, there's real chocolate. It was a chocolate sauce in it, but, and then also we made it as a cream ale, which is kind of cool because we made an ice cream ale. Yeah. And it was, throws people off because when you pour it in a glass, it's more of a, a, a clear, you know, amber color, not a dark color where people expected chocolate peanut to be more of a stout. Which is kind of cool. yeah. Almost almost everybody assumed it was a stout, mm-hmm. and then I was like, no, you got to try it. It's really light. It's not overbearing. Yeah. Like, you can drink it on a. It, honestly, I had a couple warm too, just because they were on whatever days, and yeah. they they're awesome warm too. <laughs> there's a there's a really good flavor to it. <laughs> That's the way you can tell if a beer is good if you can drink it warm. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. The ultimate test. I mean, people in England drink it warm too. That's gross though. <laughs> But it was probably the best surprise I've ever had. And definitely for my 21st birthday, it was cool to be able to give out presents instead of honestly get some. It was it was a cool experience. That's awesome. Cool. I think we should but to continue that conversation. I think that's a conversation we now need to have at yeah. some point to make some sort of ice cream at, at, uh, at Spencer's that has, it could even be something along the lines. It's not actual beer flavor, but if you get the notes from like tubular, for an example, how it has like yeah, yeah. grapefruit and stuff like that and do some sort of fruited, 
uh, or you can do a fruitful. We have the fruitful kettle sour, like not like with the beer, but like yeah. flavors that match the beer. So you can have our own series at Spencer's. I mean, obviously uh, that would be kind of cool too, to, to repay the flavor. So that people can go over awesome. Spencer's and we did the special too, for a little while there where when you, when you released it, you could buy a four pack and a pint uh, of uh, ice cream from Spencer's. You could get it at OBC. So we did actually what we were a quote unquote retail shop of Spencer's ice cream there for a little bit uh, uh, at OBC during when we did pick up you can come out and pick up a four pack of uh, Spencer's ice cream or four pack of uh, the, the beer and a, a thing of ice cream too, which was kind of cool. Uh, we sold through them pretty quickly too. Yeah. People like your ice cream. Not as it's much as people like people our beer. Like no, beer. I'm kidding. Just as much as people <laughs> like our beer. It's different. But you have a lucky, this, the lucky part about it, you can sell it to anybody at any age. Exactly. I have a demographic of 21 or older that I can only sell to. So that is true. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, I think, I mean, so any plans for the future at all? Like I don't, nothing that you, I don't want to spoil anything. You have like secret plans you have for the future, but anything you like any cool flavors you have coming out or, or things you're doing this summer uh, that you're looking to get uh, back into. Yeah, we got um, the, I guess the classic strawberry and blueberry rhubarb coming up. Um, those are seasonal hits. We only do those I think twice a year. So get them while they're out. Mm. Um, we're going to be, we're pretty much booked for events all the way through um, Halloween. So we'll be out and about on, on the road. So you'll most likely see us. Um, uh, if you go to any events, uh, we'll be there. Uh, big one coming up is Beats and Eats in Bangor. Um, definitely recommend checking out that if you never have, it's a really fun event. Yeah. Um, and I think that's pretty much it. We gotta, I mean, always check out our Facebook. We announce almost everything on there. Um, we should have some collaboration flavors coming up that were they're in the works. So I don't want to spoil them mm. yet, but um, they're exciting and uh, yeah, keep an eye out. That's awesome. Very cool. And, um, anything else you wanted to talk about, Adam? Any questions you have? Um, I, no, I think we've covered the the ice cream questions. I guess I'll I'll ask a non ice cream quick question for you for fun. Go. So like so, you got the rest of your summer. What are your what are your non ice cream plans? Anything? fun going on in trips or adventures or hobbies or uh yeah well actually i booked a cruise and it got canceled because of covid mm -hmm. so hopefully yeah. gonna schedule that and go on that um nice um uh, besides that honestly i only play like men's league hockey on sundays yeah, that's, that's awesome. pretty much it so i don't do too much besides make well, ice cream I, I say, i'm sure the ice cream keeps you very 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 busy yeah but a trip will be nice. A trip will be nice. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm, I'm excited for you on that too. Cause I mean, a lot of us are trying to get back to that norm. Um, you know, tomorrow, um, uh, going to Wells to visit my, my grandmother, my mom's mom and dad. Uh, and so my son will get to meet his great, great grandparents, great grandparents. Yeah. Um, and I haven't gone like South of Newport in <laughs> months. So it's like nice to see that actual be able to get out of town and go somewhere. And Adam, yeah. I mean, you, traveled to illinois it's pretty it's a track i have and it's it, it's been weird we've talked to like we, like we haven't really left the house though because that's what yeah. we're so used to so we're, we're still kind of hanging out here <laughs> well it's like what was the funny thing is i talked to someone the other day about it and it was like uh now that you can hang out everybody wants to hang out and then it's like well then i'm also like used to not hanging out so it's like let me just ease back into this i'll hang out with some yeah, people here slowly. and a couple of weeks later <laughs> i don't want to just see every, every night again it's like i'm gonna go poor and i'm gonna be tired and all that stuff so i was like just like ease back into this year man like let's just take your time uh and get in there but uh yeah so 
we're, we're looking forward to being able to get out and about. And that's something hopefully yes. you'll be able to do this summer too. I mean, obviously I'm guessing most of your out and about things or vacations are happening between the months of, uh, you know, November to, to April. Right. I mean, that's when you probably get to do, take the most of your time yeah. off if you get time off. Yeah. I honestly kind of feel like a snowbird when I do that. Yeah. I, I head out whenever <laughs> it starts to fly. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but I mean, that's the, that's what it is. And there's people who definitely only have, I mean, you were allowed lucky enough to have uh retail business, you know, wholesale business during the winter time. Um, yeah. but there is companies who basically are like, like Bar Harbor companies, Bar Harbor restaurants, where it's like, they open this date to this date and they have the, the, the time off and they just bust ass through, you know, yeah. you know, a couple of months to get things done. And then they, uh, get to take some time off. So that's pretty cool too. I don't, I mean, I kind of wish I would, you know, we were talking about the other day that we wish that bartending shifts could be like three twelves. So you just work your ass off for three, 12 hours, 12 hour shifts. And then you yeah. have four days off. Uh, Cause that would be pretty sweet too. like get into the nursing and, and doctor's uh, schedules. Um, but yeah. So, uh, but you can find Spencer's on Facebook, right? You're on Facebook, you're on Instagram. Um, yep. Posting all that stuff up there, all your new flavors and all the things you have going up and all your events and all that stuff are all on there. Um, you have a website too, I'm guessing, right? Yep, spencerscream.com. Cool. Nice. And what's your address? We're at 77 Main Street in Bradley, Maine. Cool. Cool. Very cool. So you can check that out and go up there. And you're open. Are you open seven days a week now? Yep. Uh, we're open right now 12 to 8. Okay, cool. That's awesome. So you can go up and get your ice cream fix. And, you know, Adam and I can swing by sometime when he gets back from Illinois and get some ice cream up there for sure. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. I'll bring it- I'm bringing up two good. Uh, the next recording, uh, the next podcast after yours is with Mark Horton from Widman's. So we'll name drop Spencer's on that podcast too, to make sure that he's got it on, getting on a schedule to make sure that Spencer's ice cream is at, uh, at Widman's again, right. <laughs> put the pressure on him. Right. Be like, yeah, we talked to Jack. He says, you know, he said, all you're going to do is serve an entire Spencer's ice cream menu is what I was. I yeah, yeah. That's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> Everything steaks and ice cream, burgers steak and, ice, and cream. ice cream. Yeah, yeah. You can sub out your fries for a scoop of ice cream is what I heard. Um, yeah, no more drinks. It's all milkshakes. Nope. All milkshakes. All I'm, all frozen drinks. There you go. Yeah, really. That sounds fantastic. Summertime only. Spencer's ice cream. Yes. We're gonna put your logo below the Orono Brewing Company and Woodman's logo on the door. <laughs> we'll all gain a hundred pounds. Yeah, it's fine. Yep. Yeah. So check out Spencer's on uh, uh, Instagram and on Facebook. And visit their website, uh, spencersicecream.com. Visit them out in Bradley for sure. Uh, and, and give them your love and stuff like that in the Bangor area. And if you're not in the Bangor area, you know, look at your ro- local supermarket or wherever, like I said, Northern Maine, different places to sell it and hopefully spreading more to Southern Maine um, and get some Spencer's ice cream because it's made locally. It's delicious. It's summertime. So you should be eating it um, again. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah. Anything else you want to add there, Jack? I think that's it. I think covered it all. Sweet, man. I really appreciate you coming on. We really appreciate you listening too. I mean, Jack's a regular listener too. So, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, thanks. We love Jack. seeing that. Yeah. That's a pretty cool thing to have on someone who likes to listen to the podcast as well. Um, of course. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And if you want to check out any other podcast, I swear the no dunks podcast is I did a podcast, uh, a special edition one, listening to our friends podcast, the people we like, uh, and uh, no dunks podcast is one of them. I decided to wear that today on the podcast for those who are watching it. Um, and so, yeah. so this episode, was Jack, I mean, from Spencer's Ice Cream. Uh, and again, follow him on Instagram, Facebook, and visit their website. Visit him on and, and Bradley. Um, I think that's it. I think yeah. I'm good right now. What do you think about Adam? Good? I think we're good, yeah. I think if we're you hear this, really you're good sitting at closing around these out. not doing anything. Go get some ice cream right now. We're really right good now. at closing these episodes out really uh, awkwardly. And <laughs> yeah, it's very awkward. But and there's my, more than I, one host. <laughs> <laughs> and of but course, really- like I said, I... I was like, let's do this remotely the first time. That'll make sure that our banter is perfect. 
Exactly. So, you know, I get the whole studio set up and Adam's like, I'm not going to be there. Yep. Right. We have a new That's studio it. and you're not going to be here. So we've only done one yeah. episode here so far. Um, next time. Yeah. Next time. Exactly. Well, not next time because next time's Mark and you're not going to be there either. But after that, the next time you'll be there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next time. Sweet. Um, but yeah, we'll come out. We'll come out and see you, Jack, at some point too. And we'll do. A, it'll be kind of cool. Like I said, we kind of close up to do some sort of live uh, stream thing, also from, yeah. from the shop. And, and try some that could be that could be a fun first like test stuff. of the live stream at yes. Spencer's. Exactly, because if we don't do it well, we could just drown ourselves in ice cream. Exactly. That, but, yes. Sweet. I look forward thanks, to it. <laughs> thanks a lot, Jack. Really appreciate you coming on. And uh, and again, looking forward to seeing you soon. Uh, uh, and visit Spencer's Ice Cream in Bradley. Thanks, man. Yeah. Pleasure. Hey, Jack.